cool same shit. <laughs> Same chicks. It's your girl Day. I'm Denise. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. <laughs> you know what? You know what? The Bible say hinges is mine. Sayeth the, the Lord. Lord. Sayeth Ayana. Okay. <laughs> Ayana ain't playing no games. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there listening to, we thank you for tuning in today. Um, we what got, talking about, we girl? got a very interesting topic. <laughs> topics <laughs> um i would love to tell my story on this episode but i feel like uh i'm I, somewhere in my life Your i'm probably telling you no it, it, yes my my mind and my spirit is saying girl don't even don't even go there so instead i got a question mm-hmm. instead of telling my story have you guys ever been in a situation where somebody literally like came for you like for your life like and basically was like you ain't never gonna be nothing you ain't never gonna have nothing that's why this that and the third ain't working right in your life because you ain't this and you ain't that and da 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 and then what ends up happening is those very same words mm-hmm. that the person spoke over you seem to fall just cascading right back on ricochet Ricochet, you know, something like that. Something like that. Okay, Rico. Maybe we should have called this episode Boomerang. 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 But have you guys ever experienced something like that, where somebody literally tries to speak evil over you, but God be like, "Oh, I got something for you." Yeah, yeah. We were, um, you know, because we talk about a lot of things off, off top, off camera. Not excuse me, off mic first. <laughs> Look at Ayana. Yeah. Tongue, right. tongue tied. Yeah, off mic first and then, you know, we'll decide like, okay, are we going to adjust or say this or what? Do we want to touch it? But literally, I was um, talking to my husband either yesterday or something. We were talking about a particular situation where someone was trying to blame uh, certain things on us and saying, well, you know, you guys... Um, Basically trying to say that, you know, that's why certain things are not successful in your life and blah, blah, blah. And everything was like really just just wrong, like because um, they came for us and they came for certain people around us and that's associated with us as well. And like shortly after they said that uh, we went into quarantine and God literally I was saying to the girls that in that particular situation, I could have easily took those words and just allowed it to, uh, I guess, root in my heart yeah. and, you know, ha- cause a harvest of doubt and unbelief and, you know, just basically all those different types of things. But I was like, nah, because I know you lying, you know, because <laughs> I know one, I know you lying. And in a particular situation, the other other parties involved lied about a lot of things to make this person think this thing. So I was like, mm, nah, I'm not going to even take that. And literally, God is so good because it was like we went into quarantine and I've literally have the, had the best year. Like, um, And it's not to brag or make anybody feel any other type of way because I understand there's a lot that has been going on in 2020. However, <sighs> for me, my house and even the people that I'm associated with, these three ladies sitting at this table with me. I have seen God just flow and like, we don't have anything to complain about. Yeah. You yeah. know, we're like, we don't have, 
we have not lacked this year. No, nope. you know. That's a word. So, um, so I was like, you was lying, like, I, and I knew you were lying from jump, but I'm just thankful that I didn't like receive those words. Yeah. So, yeah, that's definitely happened to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, no, boomerang. I don't know how this, how they life going. I, I don't, cause I just don't, I don't subscribe to their life. But um, I know my life is good. So, yeah. I love that you talk about sometimes, you said it on previous episodes also, where you were like, you've been in a peace bubble. Mm-hmm. You know, and how, you know, things, you don't allow things in your bubble or in your space to kind of like throw you off. Yeah, and I feel like, God, it's been like really on purpose. And I didn't understand like, you know, how you just, I, I've had a lot of conversations with God earlier this year, especially like while we were in quarantine and like, you know, my, both me and my husband are self-employed. And my husband in particular, he had certain like contracts that were lined up with um, big companies. And like one of the particular companies, they had a conference Mm -hmm. that they do. I think this was going to be his second time working on the collateral for their conference. And it was a big job, like a really, really big job. He still ended up working with them with something else. But it was going to be two things. It was going to be something else, this other project that he did. And then it was going to be this conference. And then they decided well, we're just not going to do the conference this year because that was around the time that a lot of these companies, instead of going virtual, it was around March. So they were like, they weren't prepared. They weren't prepared just yet to do virtual. They were like, well, we're just going to cancel. And like, you know, we could have been like, like, you know, it was a little disappointing. But immediately right after that guy was like, nope, I got this. I got this. I got this lined up. So it was like, um, Instead of getting in a place of, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Like, we're self-employed. What are we going to do? We learned to pivot throughout this whole year. Mm -hmm. And then even with my business and then especially at the time when quarantine hit, a lot of women started doing their hair at home. They needed certain products to to do their hair at home. It's like, okay, I need this oil, girl, blah, blah, blah. So like all those different types of things started happening and it was like okay lord i see you you know so i definitely have been in a bubble and i appreciate it (laughs) you know mentally i appreciate it i think for me um i definitely can relate to ayana to you mentioning before and even day like someone speaking negatively over you um for me in particular i felt like i was frustrated and disappointed one because just being honest with y'all it was someone i don't want to say in the church because i feel like we all go to church but it was Mm -hmm. it was definitely supposedly a woman of god Mm -hmm. so i think the frustrating and you know i may even i'm getting a little irritated right now thinking about it but i'm gonna you know i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry you said she was a woman of God. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna go there. But what, what, I, what I will say is, <laughs> what I will say is, I had to get to a Lauren space with where the shade. I was, I was question. It was so much. I of, cannot even look at Lauren. I shouldn't sit beside Lauren no more. <laughs> it was so much above me that it then became beneath me. Mm-hmm. Like it was so much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it was so, so far. No, literally. <laughs> <laughs> It was like I had to give it to God, let him do his thing. That the situation is so petty, and it, it, it I'm just, so far yeah. removed from it. And there's no substance, no truth, no validity in anything nothing. that you have to say. Nothing. So why would I even let it deter me or disturb me or anything? And yeah. in the process, it's like in the moment, 
when you are a server and you serve, the enemy comes to, you know, attack your what you're serving because mm-hmm. there's a greater good to exactly. what you're called to. Exactly. So I had to look at a situation too. It was like, okay, so when when did this attack happen? Mm-hmm. Very strategic. It was why did this extreme. happen, or even how it happened? Yeah. yeah. Like when you when I looked at the whole everything it about the situation, it was like, okay, so this really has nothing to do with me. Mm-mm. You know, I'm a vessel that you want to use, and then to Ayana's point. I don't know that that was just me, you know, building some muscle, you know, getting in the ring, having to take a shot or two. Mm-hmm. But, you know, obviously I'm going to stand on my own too because so much after that, I, I have the stamina or whatever. Like, please. Yeah. Like, please. Come on now. See, I mean, and that's beautiful because for me, when my situation happened, I didn't allow it to be above me and beneath. I don't know. Whatever you said, Denisa. But... I can't, it's a physics thing. I just can't. Right. You didn't allow for the law of gravity, gravity to, to affect you. I didn't. You know, because what comes up goes down. <laughs> but, I mean, for me, the situation was I was protecting somebody I loved. Mm. And the person that I was protecting them against, who had technically harmed them, um, basically came from me. Mm. And instead of saying, you know what, God, I'm going to cast my cares on you. Instead of, you know, playing soaking music and just getting into the word. I came for them, mm. and um, we went back and forth. I don't know. I just I feel like that situation was a little different, though. You know, because <laughs> y'all hear that like, Atlanta come out of her? No, like. So what she said? It was somebody like it was like family, cuz like you don't do that. Uh uh-uh. uh. So, so for all my proper people out there, <laughs> like I'm just saying, that's not no. the way to handle the right. situation. She said, uh, uh, no, "Someone actually, came from today. Don't come for my people." Oh my Period. god. Um, Period. <laughs> What is wrong with y'all today? Okay. (laughs) But long story short, I love what you said, Denisa, because initially with my situation, um, this also was a woman of God. Um, And it... it, We're going to stop using that label (laughs) label so lightly. Because some of these people was a little demon possessed. In those two instances, I believe I saw the devil. Mm. God created them. I didn't say that. Um, I did. She... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she saved so i'ma just say god is within her no secret she let the flesh come in anyways <laughs> so when she came for me i think there were two things that happened one of the things that she was saying i felt like maybe there's some validity to what you're saying it, 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 it's like you ever had a person attack you so bad that while you're hearing it you like is this true is this true am i really the type of person that you're saying that i am and are the things that you're saying about me and what's going to happen in my life, are those things really true? And, mm-hmm. it, and it started to allow like fear and doubt and all of these things to creep in and then having me question my identity and all of these things, which I think in turn, instead of me being able to cast my care, now you hit a nerve. Mm. I think for you, though, and so I have to respond. Yeah, I think for you, though, it hits you in that manner because it was somebody that you knew yeah like somebody that you knew you you invested in like there was those hit the hardest history yeah with that's that. an so i can definitely understand like you questioning like okay were there certain things that you saw that i didn't necessarily see right and yeah so i understand yeah but i can definitely say that when i turned the corner when i was like no this is above me now like there's there's li- like i'm literally not even going to engage with anything that you're saying anymore because I've gotten to the point where it's like, oh, no, nah, like you're not even messing with me anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can come for me and you can curse me out and you can do whatever. Mm-hmm. But at this point, it's above me. Like I've taken my hands off of it and I'm like, hey, God, 
do your thing, player. Mm -hmm. And have literally seen all of the things that this person spoke against manifest in my life. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I just wanted to have a conversation about it because I figure, like, if we going through it, I'm pretty sure it's like other people out there going through similar situations where you have people who are attacking you. And there's a part of you that literally wants to attack them back. And I just want to tell you, sis or bro, whoever is listening, don't waste your time. Mm -hmm. Like literally allow it to be above you now at this point. Yeah. Oh, so I guess for me, um, my story actually wasn't a woman of God. So I guess I, I really wasn't expecting much. Were any of them women of God? <laughs> no, mm -mm, she wasn't. Um, and it was in a. Uh, it was in a more professional. What is happening to you? <laughs> She's really choosing these words. You know, yeah. Yeah. that's what's happening. That's what's happening. I'm choosing my words. It was in a professional. It setting. was. It was in a professional setting. And so, with this particular person, um, they were in more of a leadership role. Mm. So, what they were saying was, or could have been extremely detrimental to me career-wise mm. um and it literally caught me off guard because the way that it was brought to me or the way that it happened the setting that they had set up it wasn't even supposed to be what it was mm. what you mean um <laughs> we can't go into detail detail I mean, uh -huh. I'm not asking for details. I just mean when she says the setup that they set up wasn't even <laughs> supposed, supposed to be, be the setup. setup. Like, I'm like, yeah. what does uh, that? What does that mean? They took a situation so a and turned it for no, the negative. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It was like, okay, yeah, it was like a meeting. So mm -hmm. it was like I was supposed to go to this meeting, and the meeting was supposed to be about X Y Z. X Y Z. But it ended up ended up being about A B C. But on my calendar, it said the meeting was supposed to be about X Y Z. So when I show like up, I'm prepared. Yeah. Very much so. Mm -hmm. yeah. So when You're prepared I for X Y Z. I'm prepared for X Y Z. And A B and C A B C is, on the is all about M E. So okay. that was a problem. <laughs> <Bars>. <laughs> right. So that was a, that was a problem for me because I just I didn't I didn't understand number one where it was coming from, and then what the way that the person was talking about me. They didn't even know me, mm -hmm. you know. So my thing is, how can you say anything about me and you, you don't, don't know, even me. know me, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so I don't know if it's above me right now because <laughs> <laughs> you still That's working. Honesty. You still working through it. That's honesty. Um, I feel like I don't feel like I'm working through it, but you mm -hmm. know how sometimes there's always residue that mm -hmm. comes yeah. Yeah, from situations like that. So when you see someone. It's like I can. It kind of goes back to what we were saying in one of our episodes, where I say, you know, I really don't have to try and speak to you, mm -hmm. but I have. The Lord has arranged it in such a way where there has been settings where you're in a narrow hallway, right, and you're at one end, and then the other person is at the other end, mm -hmm. and you guys have to cross paths. And I'm like, Lord, now why are you gonna do that to me? You know, he wants you probably because he's trying to yeah. work out of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That pride, the spirit of who, pride? <laughs> who got pride. Denise said, "That is you. It is. You think I got pride? Denise's face and Lawrence. You think I got pride? What am I prideful for? I think when you when you have a stance on something, like even going back to the very thing that you just said, I said this on another episode. Well, I ain't got to speak. I can be in the same room. First thing is pride. I think when somebody does you wrong, pride is out out of out of the window. 
I think if someone does you wrong, you just did me wrong. And it's not me being prideful. It's me being human to the fact that you wronged me. Prideful may not have been the right word, but I still hear you trying to justify. Justify what? Something that. (laughs) (laughs) I still hear Like, I hear what you're saying. Okay, so maybe prideful wasn't wrong. You know, maybe I shouldn't have used prideful. Either way, you're trying to justify. with the word. No, yeah. Either way, what I hear you prideful. saying is you did me wrong, so I ain't gotta. And it's like, I feel like sometimes no, 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 no. we gotta go for the juggler when it comes to the word prideful. No, I think people. You can't tell me how to. No, I don't agree with that. I don't think people can tell you how to react to to something not, that made me feel. Oh, I'm here. That's you know. That's where I'm at with you. <laughs> So my yeah, thing for is, the record, I'm not telling you how to react. No, 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 no. no. I'm not, I know that, I, and I didn't sense that. But yeah, I feel I'm like saying. I don't think it's it's how to react. It's it's the post. <laughs> like, hey, just letting you know, hey, sis, maybe that was a little prideful. And, and you only said that because you mm-hmm. literally started the conversation where because you said God set it up to where I'm. A, and if He set it up, sis, what you think you set it up for? Since when He set it up, I I did what I did what I was supposed to do. You Which spoke? was I spoke. I did. It was okay. under my breath. I'm just kidding. No, I, like, <laughs> no, I, definitely, I definitely spoke. But um, yeah, it wasn't pride because I definitely spoke. But my thing is, um, where are we? <laughs> <laughs> my thing is, I, I, feel episode, like, I feel like it, I it, it. it is It is definitely supposed to. Uh, Jesus, help me, Lord, with the words. It's I feel like supposed to. some days it is above me. Yeah. And then some and days. I'm there with you, Lauren. Yeah. Some days it's above me. And some and days some I can days, meet you exactly where you at. I think you I said mean, it perfectly. I think you said it. We're human. We're, we're human. Yeah, absolutely. But I feel like for me, with me being human, you cannot tell me how I'm supposed to heal. Healing is a process. Um, and I told I tell people all the time, I said to properly heal from something, it definitely takes some motivation behind it. Yeah. And I have to be motivated to heal a certain way if that's the way I want to heal. If I'm deciding that I want to heal and leave a scab there when I'm ready to pick the scab, then that's what, you know. And I'm not saying that's the best method, but I feel like sometimes, you know, it's so crazy. Um, I'm just going to change Y'all should doing fingers too over here. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's crazy because it's crazy because uh, I, I oftentimes listen to Transformation Church. Shout out to Pastor Mike. Uh, Michael Todd, you're pretty dope. Um, but he's doing a session mm-hmm. on forgiveness, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. and forgiveness he calls it F U F U. That's what he's calling it, F U. Um, and it was something so interesting to me. And I wrote him, and he actually didn't respond to my DM. <laughs> <laughs> so for hearing this, just you know, you know, please respond because this is a really good question. And I'll read the question out loud, so you know, uh, when you see this DM, you know it is Lauren from Save Girl Secrets. But um, you sent him a DM. I did send him a DM. I'm trying to read it. Okay, so I said, hello, Pastor Todd. Thank you for the amazing message today. I have a question concerning forgiveness. Many times I hear I forgive them, but I am not going to forget. In hindsight, it makes sense to accept the choice to forgive someone while rejecting the decision to forget. But I am afraid that when we decide to remember the faults afflicted toward us, we're deciding to bear the residue of pain instead of creating a posture of forgiveness. Mm. So I guess my question is, does forgiveness require forgetfulness? And it makes me think about this whole occurrence with what happened with me and my job. It's like, am I really supposed to forget that she did this to me? Um, by saying that when I say I forgive her, because I've forgiven her, mm-hmm. but am I really supposed to now... Ch- 
choose to forget that that ever happened. Mm -hmm. And I know that the word says that when you forgive someone, it's supposed to be like seven times seven or whatever. Yeah. Or 70, seven times 70. 70 times seven. Seven a day. That's still the same fraction. It's just. (laughs) 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 But, um, (laughs) but my thing is, it's like, but in that, I, I mean, I don't read the scripture, but I just don't see that it says that I'm supposed to forget. And that's my struggle because yeah. I feel like a lot of times if I see somebody that has afflicted pain mm-hmm. toward me mm-hmm. and it wasn't you afflicted pain toward me for no reason. And it wasn't know? rectified. Right. It was like something that you just blatantly, blatantly did or allowed for the enemy to use you as that vessel. Am I really supposed to forget the fact that you was once used to afflict pain? <laughs> me first. We all got stuff to say. Me first. Go ahead. Go okay. ahead. So I think when it comes to that in particular, like I'll use my situation as, as an example. I've forgiven that person. I don't forget what happened. However, I feel like my feelings toward the situation is different now. It's not it one. It doesn't feel like what happened earlier this year because my feelings were very hurt because I don't like when people talk about me and it's totally opposite of who I am as a person. And I never wronged that person. So I felt attacked. I felt like my character was attacked. It was done publicly. I was embarrassed, all that type of stuff. Cool. So but now several months later, me as a person, I'm like, okay, it happened. I'm past it. However, I am like, I forgive you. I can't say like, of course, when I see the person, I sometimes I may think about it. Like when I, cause to me, when people say forgive and forget, they make it come off like, well, like, let's say if Charday wrongs me, like wronged me, which I can never see her do, but like something crazy, right? Mm-hmm. People make it seem like, oh, well, you for, you got to forgive Charday and f- just forget about it and y'all could be cool again. I don't look at it that way. Like, I, it's above me, yes, but I don't have to be chummy with people or our relationship may not ever be the same and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, you know, like in your particular situation, you can be cordial, you can be professional, but when it comes to... I don't see us going out to lunch. I don't see us doing certain things, whatever, because and I, I feel like to me, I feel like that's God protecting you because you have no idea who what the other person is, where they're at mentally, especially when they're not saved. Like I feel because you said it was in a professional setting. Yeah. A lot of these people do things just to step over you. They could still be in that position, but yeah. you are the saved person and you're like, I've forgiven you, but I still I got to guard my heart. So like I forgive you, but when it comes to the forgetting, like nothing ever happened. No, I still have to guard my heart. Even in a safe setting in a church setting, I believe it is okay to guard your heart. I believe it's okay. I can be cordial with you. I can such and such, blah, blah, blah. But I don't have to have a relationship with you and we don't have to be super cool. So you're saying by you guarding your heart, that's you remembering what they did to you in a way okay because that that was you literally said the word that i was thinking about when you were talking about forgetting because i think um the danger in choosing 
to not forget either how something made you feel or how deeply it impacted you. One, I do think we're supposed to cast our cares from God. And I know it sounds cliche, mm-hmm. but I think it's a, a protection in that because sometimes you continue to inflict that same trauma because yeah. you choose to remember and how, that space that's, that that that's took you ripping because what you're doing is ripping the bandaid off constantly. And, and, and I'm there's not no saying, healing in that. And I'm not saying ripping the bandaid off constantly. I'm just saying that like. Y'all know the situation. Right. Like, I don't necessarily have to be friends with those people anymore. No, I get it. And and I know what you're saying. And every time, like, I see them, I'm not necessarily thinking about, oh, look what you did to me. I'm not thinking about that. How, like, I could just be cordial and just, you know. I get what you're saying. I'm thinking from a listener perspective. Somebody is listening, you know, and we're saying, forget, remember, forget, remember. I'm saying. (laughs) That's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, just but being conscious realistically you know we have to make sure that what we choose to remember mm-hmm. isn't the thing that God is wanting us to surrender mm-hmm. it, that's my point True. so you know I think it, it's unique in every situation I don't think it looks like just like Ayana said everybody is oh yep we can hang out every situation is different and you got to analyze the situation and take it to God but if every time you encounter a person or every time you talk about a situation it literally brings you back to a certain space mm-hmm. that is not good for you at some point or you, them or you because you're the one talking about it you're the one dealing with it you're the yeah. one sleeping with it you're the one thinking about it yeah. forget them F you university forget them university yeah I get it I get it so not even taking them out of the equation for you and your mental health and your spiritual well-being. What is best for you in that situation? Mm-hmm. If you are in a space and you're choosing not to forget it and you're still in the same place where there really is no productivity, there's no moving forward, and you're still brought back to a particular mm-hmm. space, you got to analyze that and realize that although you may not want to forget it, that's what's best for you. Yeah, That's my point. But I think I um, I think that that's easier said than done. I am not. I I don't want to diminish and make it and sound it, like it's easy. And I like because what I get it. I like what Denisa said about every situation is different because yeah. I had situations for where, sure, like with friendships, like we had a falling out or something like that, and I've genuinely forgiven people and we've continued to be friends. But those are relationships that I've had. Um, but then when it comes to let's say certain strangers or people who are very surface, I wouldn't even. I don't even know if to call him an associate. I don't know what to call him. But like, if you've done something, that's why I'm like, it's kind of easy for me to be like, okay, I forgive you, but I don't necessarily have to have a relationship with you. Because you didn't have a relationship before it happened. Right. Right. That's And that's really where it's at, right? Because as you were talking, I think for me, I've talked to friends and um, even some family members that have experienced, like, let's be real. We all have had family drama. Like, you know, sometimes family doesn't get along. Right. Right. And so in those instances, there has been um, a time period where there are family members that are literally angry with each other because of something that may have happened Mm -hmm. and or friends. And so my thing is in those particular situations, I said, okay, I asked the question. I said, can I live my world, live in this world without this person? Mm. And a lot of times when it's with a friend, like a, cause I don't just call people friend, you right. know what I'm saying? So if it's with a friend or, or especially with family, my answer is no. Mm-mm. Like, so I'm like, so if that's my answer, then I need to do something to remedy the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the difference is in this particular situation, there was no relationship. No relationship. I literally did not know this lady from jump Mm -hmm. you know and for that attack to immediately first of all it automatically did make me understand that it was a work of the enemy Mm -hmm. because i will say prior to that 
everything was hunky dory with me. Like mm-hmm. everything prior to that incident it, it, it came mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Like, yeah. Absolutely. So everything was really blissful mm-hmm. before that. And then that happened and it's like, whoa, like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. And then the crazy thing was the way that um, colleagues didn't back me up. Right. Mm-hmm. And kind of just allow for it to play out. So do you feel that isolated? Was, you feel like that was hurtful. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm just going to be honest. I almost felt like, like somebody just had the, the, um, the gun and was just firing and they were all targeted at me. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was, I was getting hit with each and every bullet because I, I, you would say something and you, of course you have individuals that you confide. Like you usually have like one or two people in your office that you right. kind of confide in, did that, didn't feel any, any like support or anything with that. Right. Went through the whole process of what you do when things like that happen mm-hmm. in a professional realm, there was no support in that. And it was almost like, we said it before, it's almost like sometimes you feel like things are brushed underneath the rug, right? Yeah. And you're just supposed to go on with your day and pretend like this didn't happen. And I know that that it's professional. So, of course, that's what you kind of have to do if that's yeah. what you sign up for. Mm-hmm. But the human part of me or the psychological part of me is, am I it's supposed like to? now, bruh. Right. Like, is, I asked myself the question, you know, because I really tried to rationalize on like, why did this happen, right? I'm like, were there, you know, is what she and that's what, it makes you question yourself. Like, 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 whoa, yeah, like, well, wait a minute. Well, am I? Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I want to be fair. Like I'm always yeah. a person that tries to be fair, and I don't mind calling myself to the carpet if I if I effed you or you know effed <laughs> up or whatever. My thing is like, all right, cool. I mean, I'm right. sorry. You know, because we're not perfect beings. But when I see that it was just something yeah. out of the blue, when you're like, okay, I don't mind taking accountability. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. I shouldn't be accountable for what you're talking about because it ain't true. Right, yeah. and then you know that for a fact. But then I'm supposed to I forgiving. You, but am I really supposed to go on throughout my day and forget that this happened? I guess so. When I look at you in your face, or anytime you say something toward me, or I'm supposed to work with you on a team, I now have to sit and pretend like this person did not do this to me. That to me, I don't know if that I don't know, okay. but it's, I, it's not the person, yeah. I guess, I guess that brings me to the second mm. point <laughs> <laughs> in terms of, no. of like it's above me now. And it's this concept that, I mean, definitely speaks to work atmospheres that I've been in before, for sure. And it's this space where, and Ayana brought it up when she was talking about your heart, like guarding your heart. And I realized that a lot of times what happens when people attack us is like we literally allow things to take root in our heart. Like we receive like whatever seed it is that they were Mm -hmm. planting and that seed of offense grows into something that mm-hmm. is now unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in this season of my life, God has been putting me in this space where it's like, you know, it's above me now. So like I could be in a space and you can say something to me, but I don't allow it to take root in my heart mm-hmm. to the point where now I am holding an offense against you. Mm-hmm. And as hard as it is, Lauren, I know it's hard because I, I started out by saying that, I was not in an uh, it's above me now situation. Um, But I've gotten to that point now because I realized that by holding on to attacks and offense for me, it kept me from moving forward in the things that God had for me to do. So I found myself instead of letting a situation be what it was at a table or in a conversation or in an encounter and then walking away from it and leaving it at that table or wherever it happened. I'm walking away and for days I'm rehearsing and thinking about what was said. And it's like, well, am I this way? Well, do I not do this? Well, is this not going to happen in my life? And now when I should be spending time, I don't know, praying for Bible study 
or working on stuff for Save Girl Secrets or whatever. It's like my mind and my energy and time is now taken up with dealing with something that I shouldn't even re- really be dealing with because it's above me. Well, I'm above the situation. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm learning that. To say it's above me now means that if I get attacked by somebody, I'm leaving an attack where it happened. I'm not even taking it with me. I'm not putting it in my pocket. I'm not letting it take root in my heart because I don't have time to deal with Mm -hmm. it. And I think that the more and more I, and y'all, this is recent. This is like a month ago. Two hours ago. I mean, (laughs) mean, maybe like a, a week or two. (laughs) you know in now but I'm realizing that it allows me to be in that space where somebody who wronged me I don't have to come back to that space when I see them about something else and I'm still offended Mm -hmm. because I, I I I literally like it's above me now what you did is I'm so above that situation now that lord okay I'm gonna go to the word with it in the word, you have the story of three Hebrew boys, mm-hmm. right? The three Hebrew boys were in like the fiery furnace, mm-hmm. but they came out and all of the, you know, your churchy people, they, they came out and they didn't smell like smoke. I mean, that's not how they, a not exactly. But what God showed me in that story is like, it literally means that you can be in an atmosphere that is so catastrophic. And you would think that you come out of it and there's residue that you take from that situation with you. And God is like, no, like your spirit is above that situation. So even though you're physically there, like your spirit and your emotions and all of those things, you guard to the point where they don't penetrate you so that you take them with you everywhere else that you go. I guess my question, though, in particular to that story is there is a level of remembrance that they were once in the And, I, and that's the thing. I don't think it's so a you don't remember. I think that you definitely I don't think there's anything wrong with remembering. But I think the the memory that you hold with you is, yeah, I was in that thing, but it didn't rob me of what God had for me. Absolutely. I think I'm, I'm to be candid with you all. And I don't know why we were just specifically staying with my story. No, no, no. Um, with that particular situation, crazy thing is, as you all are talking, I cannot remember anything that she said in that moment. See, that's I can't. Good. I, and can't that's great. I can't. No, but I mean, I'm going somewhere with it. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember anything in particular that she called or said toward me. But you remember how it made but you feel. But I remember how it made me feel. Yeah. And that is to me when I was saying on my letter to Pastor Todd that did not respond to my DM, please respond to my DM. <laughs> I was saying that Girl, you from, know how many DMs he got. I know, but you know, everybody ain't got a podcast, okay? <clears throat> All right. But, <laughs> but anything anyway, I was saying that um in my message to him, it feels like it is a residue. So yeah. it's almost like when you put a sticker on something and then you peel the sticker off. But the sticky stuff is but still the there. sticky stuff is still there, right? So yeah. when you touch it, when you touch where the sticker used to be, your hand still kind of gets stuck on. And not only that, it's like dirt, you know. Yeah, dirt and then other things have kind of attached to it, right? Yeah. So that's and a metaphor true. of. Yeah. Yeah kind of sometimes how it feels right? i think i think that i think that god oh of course i had to or i would have showed up but and, that's what i'm saying like even the feelings like have you gave that to god i gave that to god but i'm gonna be honest because i am his child <laughs> i've asked god why did you make me feel that because yeah. i feel like there is a lesson in there's always a lesson in why things happen and for me i have not there yet, is a lesson but i don't believe he made yeah, me feel that way he had to he had to give it the okay no 
Yes, he did. I mean, think about Job. I mean, let's just be real about no, it. No, 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 no. There's we're a permissible all, we're, will. Yeah, we're all free moral agents. So her decision to do yeah, something. But, but in the end of the day, the enemy has to ask permission for for an attack to be toward me. And so that's my question. My question is, why did you give the enemy permission to allow for that to, that way? We're going to agree to disagree on that. <laughs> <laughs> we can. I think, I think by literally being on earth, there is a, a space where the enemy has free reign to do just about anything. He literally. Yeah. I think that I think that in and through the Holy Spirit, we have the authority to check it and be like, Yeah, no. I was like, it's based off of our response. It's I'm not, not based off that. of like, But I get I get what Lauren's saying. Yeah. And I think the thing that I had to realize for me, I'm talking about me because we ain't gonna talk about Lauren no more. Yeah. Um for me, I had to realize that I carry y'all laughing at me. They laughing at me because I keep touching my chest. <laughs> it's not growing though. Um <laughs> I'm sorry y'all. Um, lay hands on the sick and then watch (laughs) (laughs) but for me I realized that when I walked around and still carried those emotions it was because I realized I took what was said personally yeah and I and I have to or what I do now is when a person is saying something to me whether it's professionally or whether it's a person attacking my character that I know as like an acquaintance if you don't know me intimately I don't take what you say personally. Mm-hmm. And there's only a couple people on this earth who know me intimately. And I think that that takes a, a level of growing. And it's something that I'm definitely still growing in. But I realized that there are a couple of things in my life that I was taking personally. When a person attacked, um, for me, my relationships and, and the way that they felt like I did things in relationships and things like that, I took that personally. And I had to realize those people didn't know me intimately. So I can't take what you're saying personally. Mm-hmm. In a professional space, I realized that, that I was a person who my job was my identity for a very, very, very long time. Um, and that's just how I grew up because I, I did not, you know, give my all to certain things. I put all I had into my career. And so if I had a bad day at work, and I think I've said this on a podcast before, I felt like a bad person. If I didn't meet a deadline, I felt like it was death. If I, you know, was corrected or admonished about, you know, something that I didn't complete or something that wasn't done right, I literally became so anxious and, you know, down on myself. And I realized it was because I was allowing what was being said to be taken personally. And there were some things that you know, whoever was saying it, it probably wasn't even a knock to my character. It was just their opinion. But I allow it to cut me so deep that now I'm walking around with it. And so I had to realize and rely on the fact that if I don't know you intimately, I can't take your words personally. I can't allow them to dictate how I feel about my day. And that's something that I'm still, still working on. Because even people, you know, intimately can say things that are not so nice. So um, what, what's wrong, Lauren? Um, nothing. What? I'm still trying to process it because I just feel like I feel like situations are so different in the way that it's I guess in what I'm give me the words Jesus. But I feel like sometimes when you're being attacked, it can just come in so many different ways yeah. that 
it's it's kind of hard to really as you all are talking like I'm trying to hear what you all are saying and take it all in but I feel like sometimes it's really hard to kind of personalize it to what happened to you yeah because in the way that they're describing it it is only unique to what happened to them yeah you know I, I could see that right Be, and so for me sometimes it's just when I'm thinking, and I, I mean, that's not, that's not the only thing that has happened to me. I, of course, have had other things happen to me, but I think that's probably like the most current thing. Yeah. What it, I mean, it, it impact, it impacted me, but it came in a sensitive time. Mm, yeah. You know, I'm going to be honest. It definitely came in a sensitive time because um, I'm just going to be candid with me being an African-American in my industry, which is design and architecture, you don't see a lot of people that look like you. Mm -hmm. So when you're attacked in a way Mm -hmm. that um, it's coming from someone that first of all, doesn't know you. And then second of all, don't look like you. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, okay, well, sis, like Mm -hmm. what's really happening here, (laughs) you know? Um, And so you begin to ask all these different questions, which then, like I said, when we're talking about the stickiness and the Mm -hmm. residue, it begins to- Thing. Yes. And then I'm just going to be candid when all of that happened. I mean, it brought up all of that. Or, but if you look at our world, a lot was happening in our world, too. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was like fuel to the fire. I right. You see what I'm saying? So I'm hearing like what you are saying, but I'm like, I don't know. They get like. I said in the beginning the timing of the situation because I was already going through personal things yeah. that I was believing God for and that I you know have uh, been praying for so I literally started my story with that one I noticed I was um in a belief believing for something in particular and then I tried to posture my heart to be a servant and so when the attack happened it was a whole bunch of things for me at one time so it was disappointing so I get where you are coming from I yeah. do get it yeah. All right, ladies. Well, I think we're going to take a break. Right. Yeah, I was passionate about this one. Yeah. And then we will be right back. Save Girl Secrets is brought to you by Feed Her. Head over to www.feedher.co for more information. All right, ladies, we are back. Lauren, you got the scripture for us? You gonna preach to us, girl? Bishop Lauren, Pastor Wells, Pastor Reverend Dr. Evangelist. Missionary. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just joking. Um, So I don't, it's uh, it's a scripture for you guys to read. I am not going to read it because... I do believe you need to open read. your Bible. Can you at least tell them where it's at? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> most definitely. Um, so I want you guys to read Numbers 22. Um, mm-hmm. And it is the story about Balak. Balak? Balak or Balak? Um, you know how they be naming people in the Bible, y'all. They be showing Balika. up. <laughs> Balika. I'm just kidding. No, Balak summons Balika. Balaam. Um, and so pretty much I can sum up the story. The, the story was pretty much Balaam was, um, I guess he was sort of like wasn't a prophet or, or something like that but he was like pretty much in in israel y'all he was the <laughs> he was the person known for cursing um different things mm-hmm. so um okay so be cursing just everything yes so his curses used to work um and they hired him pretty much <laughs> I just heard what Denisa said. They hired him pretty much to curse the Israelites, but as they you, hired him. They did. Oh, you got to be a professional. Somebody trying to hire. They did. You. They, if you read, if you read the the chapter, they hired him to curse the Israelites, but the Lord 
did not uh, allow for that to be so. And I can tell you all um, how you can remember this story. I know a lot of people remember about the donkey talking in the Bible. Mm -hmm. It happened in Numbers 22. So make sure you guys check out Numbers 22, um, because in the end, whereas he was supposed to be cursing the Israelites, the Lord only allowed for blessings to iterate out of his mouth any every time he attempted to curse them. And so I wanted to bring that up, especially today when we're talking about instances where people have tried to speak ill of us or speak negative of us or speak against what it is that we're pursuing in life. What you don't understand that whereas they're trying to speak something against you, Come yeah. on now. the Lord is in the midst of continuing to bless mm-hmm. you and elevate you. Bless. <laughs> Blessed. Come on, say blessed, blessed. So, um, I think it. I think it's actually a great chapter for you guys to just read that'll uplift your spirits and remind you of how God works, um, and just his his motive and how how he moves, like how God moves in your life or how God moves concerning his people. Like one thing, and how he really don't play about you. Yeah, he the, in in the words of our youth, God don't play about me. Period. Okay. When is period ending? He'd be like, I don't, was done. I don't As long as the city girls are around, period. <laughs> I thought it was done. I don't really hear it as much. Oh, I hear it all the time. I do too. Yeah. Maybe you hear because I say it all the time. No, I hear it. Okay. I, mean, I hear it quite often. Um, you be listening, to city girls. I do love me a city. <laughs> that's that, that's that Florida. It sure is. I don't mind admitting that. Um, but yeah, make sure you guys check out Numbers 22. It is really a profound chapter in the Bible that will uplift your spirits. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. So um, is All there right. anything else? I don't think so. I think the mm-hmm. main point is just um, if you're out there... And I mean, you're working through being attacked or people saying certain things and not letting it penetrate your heart. Give it to God, man. Let it be above you now. And I mean, it ain't going to be perfect. Like no, Lauren said. it's not. Yeah, it's not. But, but Don't just, look for it to be. Just, <laughs> but just work at it. Work mm-hmm. at not being stuck in the moment that hurts you. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like for me, I, I lost a lot of time being stuck in a moment. And mm-hmm. it robbed me of time to do the things that I'm called to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that an attack of the enemy on your focus is the worst kind of attack mm-hmm. because you literally stagnate. And I think that's, that's for me, that's worse than anything um, is having days and time go by and having nothing to show for it. So I just, I pray for everybody out there. If you're going through that situation, let it be above you now. Yeah. If you are going through that, make sure that you email us because I, I want to hear. I want to hear from y'all. I do right? too. Like, yeah, send us a secret letter. And I have a question. I, I'm going to ask the question to you all too because I don't know if I like what the answers the girls gave me, but this uh, it was clear by her face. <laughs> like, and every time she says it was a rebuttal, but mm-mm, however, mm-mm. I hear you. And however, now I just want to know for real. Um, in all serious, no. prideful. I think I'm agreeing. It with ain't her prideful. Uh, but. Um, I, um, well, I, did, I agree for her when she first said it. It so. ain't it ain't prideful, but um, I would say I will say I want to ask: Does forgiveness require forgetfulness? That is the question that I want to leave you all with. I feel like we answered 
is. Y'all did, but I want to know what the sisters. We're gonna put it in the stories. Yeah, yeah. I want to know what the sisters think. I think, <laughs> and it could be a poll. It could be a poll question because I know y'all don't be filling out the open ended questions. I we already understand that, but I do want to know. Nah, I like the open ended. Y'all need to speak and stop yeah. being like trying they, to act I mean, like y'all holier they don't, than they don't, they, No, I don't think our sisters are doing that. I think some people are, or some they're p- afraid to be vulnerable. And I'm like, you can be. We ain't judging you. We literally just laid all the cards okay. out. Okay, told yeah, all well, our business. True. That's true. Um, yeah. So also, if y'all may know of architect firm, just in case, I'm just kidding. Girl, all right. <laughs> and I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But no, I do want to know. Um, does forgetfulness? I'm sorry. Does forgiveness require forgetfulness? All right. Feel free to send us your answers. Um, at savegirlsecrets at gmail.com savegirlsecrets at gmail.com um, be sure you're following us on all social media platforms at savegirlsecrets on twitter instagram and facebook um, we we love y'all and we appreciate y'all mm-hmm. be sure to check out our youtube page cool save chicks tv mm-hmm. um, am, I, am I missing anything just follow us on all platforms you said savegirlsecrets right? yeah I said yeah. that already yeah I think that's it. Um, We love y'all. Thank you for tuning in and rocking out with us. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Until next week. We love y'all. Good God bless you. Bye. Bye. Bye.